The Singing Podcast is glad to announce our nomination for Outstanding Media and Arts and Culture for the Pride of Africa Asia Award. Special thanks goes to our listeners who made this possible. Therefore, we humbly ask you, the listeners and everyone to vote for us through appreciateafrica.com slash Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sangin Podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by a very amazing guest. She's a feminine coach, lifestyle coach, and she's going to be telling us all about her journey and everything that we need to know. So would you please introduce yourself for those who don't know you? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on your platform today. I feel honored to be here. I am Nalo Ifoma. And I, by the grace of God, I'm the lead coach, the founder of the Prendiman um, Femininity Coaching Program. Well, I've been watching your videos on WeChat channels. I've also watched some of your YouTube videos. Can you tell me what is the difference between a feminine coach and a feminist? Like, are they not supposed to be the same person or are they totally different? All right, that's, that's an awesome, that's a beautiful question here. And this is a question people can easily misunderstand. Yeah. We live in a work generation where um, your words, people may, people will try to think that you're trying to say something else when you are actually saying something else. The difference between one who is a feminist and one who is, for myself, what I do, I coach women on femininity, relationship and cash flow. So I may be talking oh. more um, about the print later on, uh, but which I also believe in women's um, rights and equality and all of those things, but not to the extreme. And as much as I believe every woman has the rights, you know, we all have equal rights, but we do not have equal rules because our we are not of same strength with the men. There is a reason why they are called men and we are called women. So um, a feminist is a woman who's, who stands up for the rights of other women, she wants yeah. every woman to be treated equally the same way a man is being treated. And a woman who is talking about femininity is one who encourages women to embody their womanhood, embody your characteristics, your roles, your 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 strength as a woman. I hope I made I made this clear. So being able to yeah. embody embrace your womanhood your characteristics your roles your qualifications your qualities as a woman that is femininity but being able to stand up for women's rights you know going being out there advocating for women to have equal rights with the men that is um it is safe to say that's feminism so i just hope this brief explanation does it well i watched one of your videos on your youtube channel the pruned woman and you were talking, you, you said something like, uh, women, we should allow men to do for us things because that is their masculine, that is part of their masculine behavior. So um, there are women who feel like a man is supposed to do everything. For example, if we go on a date together, he's supposed to pay. It is a must, like according to tradition and everything, he is supposed to pay. Whereas some men feel like since we are now into this generation and women are fighting for equality, why shouldn't a woman pay? Like, why is it me, the man, supposed to pay? What is your view on who is supposed to pay for a debt or anything? 
This particular one is quite vague and yeah. it's relative. It's relative yeah. to the individuals involved. There are women who want to, there, there are women who operate more in their toxic, I'm uh, sorry, in their masculinity more than they operate in their femininity. There are women who had grown up um, doing everything for themselves and getting into the relationship, they also want to do things for themselves. Yeah. And there are women who want to get spoiled, who yeah. want to be taken care of. And this is the area where I stand. Times There are times I call for you to step up in your, um, step up and do things for yourself. And there are times I call for you to just relax and be well taken care of. Mm -hmm. So for a woman and a man who goes to a restaurant, from my own point of view and from femininity, not from the feminism aspect, when a man takes you out on a date, he calls you out for a date. It is normal yeah. as a gentleman that he is and as a high value masculine man that he truly is, it shouldn't be a big deal for him to pay for whatever you ate. Even if you were the one that initiated the date, it is just... I feel this is this is it's not even up for a debate. What, why you know whether or not a man should should do this? No, because because now if a woman tries to pay for the bills or for whatever it is they had spent, a man might think a high value uh, masculine man will think this woman is trying to be too independent. She is not trying to show me that she needs me right yeah and that yeah. may make him not want to take it not want to take it a step further into the relationship so yeah man should pay the bills girl <laughs> well i have so much to say about this but let me ask you what was your starting what what, what motivated you to start the front woman and what was the main vision for it awesome thank you for that question each yeah. time i get to ask to be asked this particular question it takes me back to the why. Why the Prindriman, right? The Prindriman was birthed. Uh, she came from a place of pain, trauma, hurt. Um, I had gone through things. In 2016, I almost took my life to show you the extent of things I had gone oh. through in life. Oh. I went through, yeah, I suffered trauma for years. I was, I don't know if it's safe to say it here, but I, I was actually raped, raped when I was 18. And the first person I ever loved with all of my heart, uh, you know, I unfortunately was raped by him. So watching this person who who told once told you that he loved you so much and wouldn't hurt you, watching this person hurt you while you beg for your life. So that alone, that made me go through years of pain and trauma. I was threatened not to tell my family. I couldn't tell nobody. I was just... 18 at that time so it took me years to heal it took me years to forgive and in the space of these years a lot of things happened there was hatred for men i was king. if i did not heal by now i should be a lawyer sending men to jail by now I should be I should be at the forefront of this feminism thing. I would have taken it to the extreme because those years I was I was um operating from a wounded femininity. I was having this toxic femininity because I was only trying to cope. Now, having seen what I had gone through, I'm getting to the point of getting transformed. I knew I then knew that oh, someone can actually go through a mess, a very messy situation, and later come out to become someone living the kind of life she had envisioned before yeah. she went through that valley of the shadow of death 
So the print demand came from a place of pain. What do we do at the print demand? Simply, we help women to regain, reclaim their femininity and get pruned into the best version of themselves using our three-step secrets that has to do with your femininity power, relationship power, and cash flow power. Because while I operated in that realm, my femininity was a whack. I was going through trauma. Um, my relationship, I really do not have any stable relationship. Cash flow, I was I was always broke. I had no financial literacy, right? So when a woman goes through our program and she, she's been able to open up, first of all, healing her feminine self, sleeping back and knowing if she had not operating from, the to- um, from a wounded femininity or, or toxic femininity and being able to know who she really is. When you're able to know who you really are as a person, it will direct the quality of life you're going to be living. So from when I was 18 to, you know, almost six years later, I had struggled with this and it really hurts the kind of person I was. And I have come to a place where today I am I am so happy that um, I am living the life I had envisioned, the quality of the life I had envisioned. I have not gotten there yet, right? Yeah. But at this moment, I am so proud of the woman God has helped me to, to be now. Aww. So that was what brought the print demand. That's touching. That's really, really touching. I'm sorry you had to go through that. <sighs> it's it's fine. Um, I it really hurt me when it hurt me, right? Yeah. At that yeah, time, if I had the, if, no, at this moment, I no longer hurt. It's just is a proof of total healing. At that time, if I had a gun, I would have killed him. If I had a knife, oh. I would have stabbed him. I was really, really hurting. This was someone I loved, yeah. I trusted with my life. Now I've come to yeah. a place where it took me, it actually took me years to forgive, to truly forgive. I've come to a place today where if I see him today, if I ever get to see him in this life, they be like, hey, hi, how are you doing? How is your family? And I would not sit down for a chat, but I can say hi with a clean heart. And I can share my story out there without crying, without breaking down or without feeling sorry for myself. So if it had not happened to me, the print demand may not have come to life. Yeah, to life. Yeah. So I had to go yeah. through that pain um, for years. Thank God I didn't end up killing myself to the point of coming out of the valley of the, of the shadow of death. And thank God for Jesus who saw me through. Yeah. Um, I know that some of, some of your audience may not be Christians, but anyone who knows me know that my I am faith-based. There's something the Bible says about in Psalm 23, um, is that when you go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not be afraid for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they guide me. So through that value of the shadow of death, a lot of things will be coming through your mind, some facts, some real things, life will be happening to you. And when I was going through that value of the shadow of death in 2016, I would have ended it, except that the Lord was there to save me from it. And I came out of it. So um, I thought to chip this in into this. Yeah. From from your motivational story, are you thankful to God that that actually happened to you or you feel like you could be in a much better place if that didn't happen to you? Okay, looking back, yeah. I would, before that time, if I was told that, okay, um, this is what befalls you in the, in the future, right? You are going to get, go through this situation and you are going to go through this pain and trauma for a good number of years, but later you'll come out better. I will be like, Father, thank you, but I'm not doing this. Mm-mm. No, no, I can't. 
right mm -hmm. so but some this is why sometimes god doesn't tell us he doesn't just let us know some of the deeper things we'll go through sometimes these things are our decisions the decisions we make by ourselves we do not know we walk into traps so if you were to ask me going back i am I, it would be hard for me to say yes let me go through this i would rather want to maybe say okay let me try you know going into the career world just go going to like just getting a job and just doing something right instead of walking through this path honestly but thank god it, it didn't kill me but if i had my way i, I wouldn't have gone through that honestly i understand what what do you think best describes femininity because today with the modernization we have there is so much content about femininity different people have different mindsets and how how can today's girl child embrace it to the full advantage now when you talk about femininity um i personally as a lifestyle coach that coaches women on femininity femininity is so vague that you have to start touching her a bit by bit the same way life is so vague now it is relative to any, any anybody any woman there are people who wake up today and i see some there are some while i was um going through this entire process there is this part of the this path of the femininity that that um i thought i could go through that but going back to my core values as a person what defines me i chose not to embark on gaining that aspect of the knowledge there's something called the dark femininity there's something mm -hmm. called the wounded femininity there's there's a lot of them right so for the girl child i will tell her in your very first um if you want to set out on trying to become more feminine don't start it with trying to get new clothes and new dress and get seductive and get men to pay your bills and yeah. you know be after this soft girl life there's this thing yeah. called the soft girl life yeah. yes those those things are very deceptive at this at the moment it's going to feel kind of fulfilling but at the long run you will know you are literally empty begin digging deep into trying to know who you are are there traumas you need to heal from? Yeah. Start the work from within. And which is what we do at the print demand. We help you start the work from within before it comes out on the physical. If you go through my channel, you see um, when it comes to physical, I'm someone who loves, I love taking care of myself. Yeah. I love looking good. I love smelling good. I love like, I love, I, I just love being a woman. But it started first of all from inside of me. It is from what you have on the inside that you can give outside. Yeah. So as a young lady, as a young woman who wants to start out on your feminine journey, please don't look at Instagram and all of the things yeah. you see up there. Begin with a soul searching, finding out who you are and who you are in God, not in some, what I'm about saying, I might bring up some controversies, which is why I said that it is relative. Uh, knowing who you are, not in some universe, in some energies, all of these things will come into place when you're able to know yourself from the lens of who created you. Else, you're bound to get confused. Femininity is huge. It's vague. So if you're not direct, well-directed, you will end up getting confused. Yeah. True. Do you, do you feel like femininity is something someone is born with or do we grow to embrace it as we are growing? You are a woman. Yeah. You're feminine. 
<laughs> yeah. He's a man. He's feminine. As far as I know, there are only two genders on earth that God created, the woman and the man. So as a woman, you are feminine. As a man, he's masculine. But growing up, take my story, for example. I was raped at 18. Today, I am 29. And before today, I had gone through the trauma for over six years, right? Then that six years of my life molded that teenage girl who entered her early 20s. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gave me a new perspective. It's messed up my mind on what a woman should be. And the information I moved on with was something I was not supposed to move on with because of what had happened to me. Which is why we all need coaches, mentors in our lives, people who are um, like our future, people who had already gone there, who had already gone through this path that are ready to tell us, see, you are, I am your future. You are my younger self. The path you're currently going through now, at this at the moment, may, may feel um, fulfilling, but at the long run, it's very empty. Don't end up becoming like me. Or... Um, do this so you end up getting better than I am. Yeah. I don't know if you if you get what I'm saying. So, I so uh, yeah. From your journey of content creation, of being a lifestyle coach, femininity coach, what how what do you think has been your highlight for like a success story? Do you have one? If I must be honest with you, the fact that I'm still alive is my success story. I started my YouTube channel. Um, the, the 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 first fifty subscribers I had, where people had to beg, please subscribe, <laughs> please. Yeah. Was, and I had at that time, I think I had over two thousand friends on Facebook. I had about six hundred people on Instagram, <laughs> and I had friends, and I was literally yeah. begging. So yeah. people people ask you to start up something, but when you get there, you you will find out you are alone. And yeah. at that moment when you're finding out that you're alone, the thing that is going to keep pushing you is the why. Why did you start this in the first place? If you're mm -hmm. able to have a, a well-defined why, just keep moving even if you're alone. When people get to see your story, like get to see that, oh, you're really moving fast, they would want to tag along. The first time I ever had a coaching call, someone said scheduled um, a free 30 minutes consultation call and this person did not show up. It told me at that point that this person really did not value his yeah. her, her time with me. Yeah. Now I've come to a place, I've come to this point where if you want to accept maybe when I just want to do this, if you want to book a consultation call with me, you have just 30 minutes free. If you want to book extra, you're going to pay for it because my time is now very valuable. Sure. Women are now coming on the program. I have, by the grace of God, we already recorded women from a lot of countries, Nigeria, Russia, Macedonia, Malawi, um, Uganda, a lot, South Africa, con Nigeria, con a lot of countries hopping mm. on the program because they, they knew if they really have to go far in life, you need to pause at a time and really take account of your life. So in all of these things, my highlights, I would say, is... Every time I see a woman come come back to me and be like, Coach, thank God I hopped on this program. It has truly, truly helped me. And highlighting the things the program has done for her, it gives me so much joy. I, that, that's the highlight I can just say. 
I have so many testimonies, so many good things I've done, right? Um, yeah. Breakthroughs and the, so many things, but I don't find so much joy in those things. Yeah. It gives me extreme joy when I see a woman's life truly, truly transformed. So, yeah. If one is to join your program, how long, like, how long is the program? A week, a month, or it's up to the individual? Okay. We actually have three pa- three packages. Yeah. at the print demand we have the femininity power which is a four weeks a four weeks program we meet in four times um on a platform like this the the client or the woman involved chooses the platform that best suits her and the time most convenient for her yeah. so we are not going to make it unconducive and inconvenient for yeah. you and it's good it's always a very it's a one-on-one coaching program it's a very non-judgmental environment you will feel when you come under the atmosphere, you will love it. So we have the four weeks program and we have the 12 weeks program, which is what we call, that's our master program, um, FRC. Under this program, you we will be covering femininity power, relationship power, cash flow power. It's going to last for 12 sessions. So these 12 sessions should be 12 weeks. We meet once in a week. We have a very fun environment. Um, we really pour out our hearts. <laughs> sometimes the first few sessions I have with these women are always full of tears. And sometimes I just had to let myself cry with them because oh I could God. relate, you know. I, yes, yes. To show you how free and non-judgmental the environment. And by the fourth, fifth session, you see this lady who was once broken. Her confidence is building back. She is setting her non-negotiable standards as a woman. She has taken the pain. She has, she has, I stand like a mirror, um, a a person holding the mirror for her to see herself. So if you see all the dirt in you, you know that no one is going to come and take it out for you. You have to do it yourself. So a time is going to come where you see this woman, very bold and confident, and which is why I strongly recommend um, the 12 weeks session program for women so that in this within these 12 weeks we are going through your femininity we are going through your relationship if you have one or if you have broken up you know in, in your relationships and we are, we are also going through your finances i'm not going to talk about your finances right we're going to be having financial literacy on that day so we have the four weeks program and the 12 weeks program the 12 weeks program can actually be done in six weeks or eight weeks yeah. if you end up wanting us to have it twice a week yeah so i've seen on your channel i've seen that you're a brand ambassador so what what do to quality brands look for from an influencer when they are the when they want an ambassador for their products all right um every brand have what they want from yeah. whoever they are looking out for but i feel the first thing they would want a true company, an honest company, will want someone who is just being herself and living in her truth. Yeah. Someone who is not going to get your products and be like, oh, this product is so good, when the product is really bad. Someone who doesn't just want to come and advertise for you and be the face of your company so that for the monetary gain. Doreen, I have received a good number of deals that 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 are not according to that goes against my core values yeah they they promise a good a good amount of money but um i am not ready to start my life like that yeah. you know 
So I believe what most brands, the honest brands, want honest people who are just themselves, who are real, who have integrity, who have reputations to protect, and who are ready to do the job, yes, get committed, get consistent, and do the job you're called to do. So yeah, there's no point to lie or fake it, because if you fake it, they are going to find out. People, people, people have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So about like being a brand ambassador, there are brands that ask people to, if you buy this, we shall give you a discount and we shall make you uh, our ambassador or you pay this amount and you become an ambassador. Do you advise people trying to be content creators to take on such brands or they shouldn't pay to be an ambassador? Another thing is it's, it's all still boils down to individual preference, I would say. There's this temptation with content creators, especially the smaller content creators like us. I'm not quite, I'm not going to qualify myself as and a huge content creator, even though I have um, a huge following on WeChat channel and a good number of views. We have this t- temptation of wanting to belong. I really want to belong. I, <laughs> I, I want people to see that I'm doing it. And then sometimes you end up taking up deals that will hook you here. And all through the six months or one year you're going to be working with that company, you will just be frustrated because you have sold your core values, right? So what I would tell any content creator or someone who is trying to be an influencer or a brand ambassador, this is my very first um, brand ambassadorship deal I'm having with um, this company. I influence products for, for companies as well, but I also have my own my own rule. I must use your product first before I influence. Wow. No, no, I just have to. Yes, I have to use your product first. And mm-hmm. if I don't like, if I if 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 it's not, if it doesn't do what it promised, I can send back your product to you and not <laughs> influence it for you. You know, I have come a long way, Dorian, and there are things that are <laughs> my core value. There are things that are my core values, and I will stand by them regardless of the paper, the amount of money you're gonna pay. So content creators, no matter what, see, just take it easy. Don't take yeah. up deals that will choke you. True. And if you're asked to pay to become a brand ambassador, why would they ask you to pay? Except maybe um, if it's a brand that needs people to compete, right? So yeah. that you can choose someone. And at the end of the day, you know, when you become the brand ambassador, there's this deal for you. There is this money. Um, there are opportunities that it comes with it, but you have to apply for it with other people. Um, if it's something you want to do, that's cool. People do it, but just just, just don't do something that would choke you. So as a lifestyle coach, have you faced any challenges in your journey or life has been okay for you? Okay. People who know me on WeChat and WhatsApp, WeChat and WhatsApp, on Facebook and Instagram, I am mostly professional. On my WeChat channel, I'm mostly professional. But people who know me on my WhatsApp story and on my WeChat moment know that I am one of the realest people you can deal with. A couple of weeks ago, I woke up one morning. Usually, I would wake up with a beautiful song singing in my spirit and I'd be singing to God. Then I woke up this morning immediately I opened my eyes, the first thing that came to my mind is, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is the discipline, um, you know, living this lifestyle, helping people, being there for people, even when you don't feel so good, is it really worth it? 
And I'm like I told you, I'm this person who finds so much joy and fulfillment when I hear a woman say, oh, thank God for the program. And I'm still the same person who came back and is asking myself if it is worth it. Sometimes, Dorian, I have those days I don't want to get out of my bed. No, I have those days. Yeah. But a beautiful thing, I have those days where, girl, I'm so broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people are trying are still asking you for some money. Mm-hmm. Because they think, oh, you know, she has money all the time. I have a family. Yeah. I have things. I have to run with money. And no one gives me money to now. There are times where, um, okay, like sometime last year ending, I fell sick. And after I fell sick, I started breaking out seriously on my face. And I'm someone who I love nature and I've worked so hard to get this. I had this spotless face. But ending of last year, so I started breaking out and it became quite bad to a point where um, it, it wanted to touch on my confidence. But the difference between the me of today even though things are not going so good for me at all times, the difference between this lady you're saying today and the lady from years back, if I was still that lady from years back, when I have these episodes of times where I don't feel so good, what do I do? I cry, I complain, I criticize myself, I criticize <laughs> my family, I criticize my friends, or I have the most stupid friends around, they don't have money, they mm-hmm. can't help me. I, I blame everybody and I still take my own share of the blame. And at the end of the day, I would do nothing about it. Now, that morning when I felt that way, how did I deal with it? During, I felt like crying and I cried. Mm-hmm. I love crying sometimes. Anyways, honestly, when I was done crying, I wiped my tears. And one thing I do is while crying, I talk to God. Father, you know how I feel. This is really frustrating. <laughs> sometimes i don't even go when the time calls for me to go on my knees to really pray hard i do that right but there are times where i just want to talk to god the way i could i could call my girlfriend and be like babe i'm going through this and i'm expecting her to emotionally be there to say oh babe don't worry you're gonna be fine you know (laughs) i can call god who is closer than every other person this has worked for me over the years it's still working so um, in summary, what I do now is when I go through this phase, if it, is, if it calls for me to shed those tears, I shed them and get that energy out of my body. When I'm done crying, I buckle up and I find solutions to what I'm going through. I practice gratitude and I'm not just grateful for to the universe. I'm grateful for the air I breathe, the food I eat. The, um, God helping me that all the food I've eaten in China were not poison to my soul, for my family, for my friends, for the air I breathe, right? For the money in my pocket, for the beautiful people around me. Before I would go around looking for things to be grateful for, you see, I find encouragement again. Another thing is I go through God's word. Girl, you just have to keep moving. True, you just have true. to keep moving. If you give up, if you give up, people will pass you Time will pass you. And when you finally get yourself back, you'll be like, why did I even waste this time? So, so yeah, yeah. So you mentioned that you've been in China. Do you have any advice for people currently living in China? Because we live different lifestyles here. You know how they may treat us, the Blacks, how even just fat, skinny, like the so there is so much segregation and all that. 
do you have any advice to people currently living in China? Why are you here? Why are you here in China in the first place? Why did you, I flew, I had, I think about 18 hours flight yeah. from Nigeria to China. And before I, I hopped on that flight, I went through the visa process that takes weeks. If you don't have anybody to help you at the immigration, at the embassy, you know, and getting all these documents. I studied Chinese in, in Nigeria before I came. I took all those lessons. Why? Why are you here? I think the why behind everything you do can help you keep you disciplined, even when you don't find motivation. If you come to China and you want to club your life around, you want to just flirt around, it's a decision you're making for yourself. Yeah. If you come to China and you're facing, um, um, you're, you just have to maybe do one or two bad things, you know, bad, 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 <laughs> names here. It is, it is a decision you're making. At the end of the day, all our decisions are consequential. You will, you will reap the reward of it. Now, if you come here and you see people always, you know, discriminating against us, which they do at all times, like I experience this almost on a daily basis, almost on a daily basis, you just have to understand that some of these people um, have never crossed the borders of their country. And some of them are just fortunate that their country is, is good. Like they have everything they needed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, pity them. They don't know what they are doing. Like they really do not. If they are well enlightened, they will not treat it that way. Even for some who are enlightened that treat it that way, who are you? Do you know yourself? If you know yourself, then just just do the right thing and move on. Because if you keep crying over every everybody that called you names in this country, you will keep crying and you will end up getting frustrated. Honestly, it's it's pretty hard for foreigners here. Especially yeah. for people like me who are from Nigeria. <laughs> there, are some, <laughs> there are some opportunities that we just cannot get. Um, embrace who you are and just find out, find ways. Just, I don't know how to, how to really, really put this into context, but you are a very creative person. There are inspirations inside of you. There are potential inside of you. Look deeper. Look beyond what you're going through now. Look deeper and know who called you and why you are here and who you really are. Something will pop up. Something will pop up. I never knew that um, one day the print demand here. I mean, honestly, I was I knew that I had already, I had always prayed, okay, Father, connect me internationally, internationally, right? Yeah. But it had never dawned on me that a day was going to come. I was going to have women from these countries signing up for the program. Like I said, we, we have record of people from Macedonia, Russia, Malawi, Uganda, South Africa, and other countries, even the US signing up for this program. And when they sign up, they have to make a financial commitment to it, right? So you just, just I, I think I've, I've said more than enough. Yeah, yeah, I think I've said more than enough. What, what? According to you, like what makes what do you think makes you a proud African? Me? Yeah. My background. I come from a very humble background. My father taught us to protect our names more than our money. Know who you are when you're able to know who you I think all through this podcast I've been talking about knowing who you are, knowing who you are. Girl, 
If you're able to know who you are, you'll be proud of this skin. This is glowing, baby. You'll yeah. be proud of this skin. Yeah. You'll be proud even if you have weird eyebrows or you think your nose is big or you think you have pimples like me or you think you have, I have big foots or you think you have... Be proud of who you are. Africa is the future. A lot of people don't know. They don't. We win the battle here. The battle of the mindset. You reflect who you really are up here. So if there's a battle, the easiest way for you to trap people is trap them up here. If you're able to trap someone up here, make them feel that they are less, they have no worth, even with the obvious things they are seeing in the country, just make them feel like, you know, they have to beg all through their lives. And you see these people beg all through their lives. There's no difference between the person who is from China and the person who is from Africa, the Caucasian woman and the black woman. There's no difference. The only difference is your skin and your mind here. Look beyond the color. So um, I have so many things to be proud of as an African. And you know, as, as a Nigerian, God, <laughs> Nigerians, we, we thrive everywhere we go. I'm not being, I'm not trying to segregate here, but I'm speaking as a Nigerian, as a yeah. proud African. We thrive every single place we go. So look inside of you. There's something lying in there. You're just to, um, you have not found a why to pick that thing up, brush her up, and she'll become the person you want to be. The, the sad thing about this entire thing is that some people want to make, they want to make it today. They want to make everything like, in, in a split second, you cannot get success in a split second. It takes time, consistency, determination, true, true, discipline, true. And, and all of that. So, yeah, win the battle here and overlook here. You'll be fine. Throughout this whole episode, we talked about femininity. We talked about lifestyle. But do you have any relationship advice because i saw that you also talk about relationships do you have any relationship advice to people who are known who are going through a tough time in their relationships right now like as your last word do you have any advice okay i have so many relationship advice and they'd be like hey if you're not married don't give relationship advice okay um to an extent that is so true until you have experienced real why I had to use marriage here is marriage tests you. Marriage separates love from the equation and check what else. This is why they say, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to yeah. the table? They're not, they're not just talking about love. So my, my advice um, when it comes to that woman or man who is really going through a tough time in your relationship, relationships are meant to make you better, not bitter. There are the beautiful moments, those sweet moments where you spend 10 hours over the phone with him talking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there are those moments where the sight of him irritates your spirit. Oh. These things are real in relationship. By the mercies of God, I am married. I'm married for, I've been married for two years. I dated my husband. Um, for five years, so we've been together for seven years. I think I think I can say a thing or two when it comes to relationship and marriage. If this person is not making you better, when I'm saying better, I mean even through the hard times. If the hard times, the number of times you have a hard time is 
greater than the number of times you really experience growth, transformation, consistency in the relationship, sit down and sincerely ask yourself, why? Why am I here? Yeah. Is this something I can continue working on or is it something I should just leave? I would just leave with this. See, if a relationship doesn't make you better, it's making you bitter. And if you don't want to become a bitter woman for the rest of your life, um, call for a meeting, talk about it, pray about it. And if none of that is working, feel free to take a break from the entire equation so you would see yourself for who you are and know if this is what you truly want to do. Don't ever stay in a place that um, always make you feel hurt, especially from the people that you said and that said that they truly love you and would not want to hurt to you. Yeah, I have I have so many advice, but I will just leave it here. Okay. I'll leave it here. I, I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed having you on this podcast because I have learned a lot just from you and you are very... For me, you are very straightforward person when you're even talking, when you're giving your advice, like <laughs> you're so straightforward. And it's nice because part of it is motivational and inspiring. I'm glad that I had this interview with you. Do you have any last words for the viewers? Awesome. Thank you so much, Doreen, for having me here. I it gives me so much joy when I'm able to rub hearts and share. Um we live in a world where, okay, these are my last words anyway. Yeah, yeah. We live in a, in, a, in a world where people want to be motivated, people want to be inspired, people want to be pitied, people want to be pushed. Sometimes for you to be able to build real character and integrity as a person, you have to go through the hard way. So sometimes um, pity people, motivate, inspire them, but sometimes just tell them the truth to their face. It, Jesus said that it is the truth you know that will set you free yeah. not, the, not the truth that makes you happy or makes you sad the truth is the truth so um, forget that I maybe I appeared so professional ask yeah. the women on my program sometimes we have so much fun you know coming so low to the point of if we were seen, if we were physical we would be sitting on, the, on, on a mat on the, on the ground just talking and being open, sincere, vulnerable, confessing our weaknesses and being ready to take up the work because you have an accountability partner who is holding your hand and helping you go through it. So my last word for you is just, you know, you do. Just know that our decisions are consequential. You do the right thing, the reward is waiting for you. If you do the wrong thing, it's waiting for you. If you see the right thing you ought to do for yourself, the soul searching work you need to do, but because you had, you, you just don't want to open that Pandora box. You don't want to visit your past. You just want to cover it and move on. It will pile up in the future. And by, that, and by the time you finally want to face it, you may have made a lot of relationship mistakes. You may have made a lot of yeah. financial mistakes. You may have ended up, you know, um, messing up your femininity as a person. And it will affect greatly the quality of life you will leave. So these are my last words for you. And I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. Sorry. Thank you for coming on this podcast and good luck in whatever you're trying to build up. All awesome. the best.